When passion, perseverance, and performance join forces, success is born. When your lifestyle is cultivated around physical and mental well-being, winning is inevitable. If you're somebody who likes to set goals and crush them too, you've come to the right place. This is putting yourself first. This is motivation. This is the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. This is Julie, your host, here to bring you weekly wellness tips to help you live happier, healthier, and make real progress towards your goals. On this week's episode, I'm talking about a little bit of a productivity hack, something that helps me when I have a busy week or a busy day, and that something is called the Nappuccino. So I learned about the Nappuccino from two physical therapists and strength coaches that I look up to very much. Their names are Brandon Vaughn and Josh Jeffrey over at Vertex Physical Therapy. Um, They have the Better Faster podcast, which I started listening to years ago. And they would talk about this thing called the Nappuccino on their episodes occasionally. And I kind of thought it was a joke at first. It sounded kind of catchy. And then once they sort of explained what it is and how they incorporated it into their day, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll give it a try. Here's how it goes. A nappuccino begins with a cup of caffeine. You get to pick your poison, whatever you want that caffeine to be. Coffee, tea. I think the guys over at Vertex drink energy drinks. So whatever it is that you prefer. You get that caffeine and you consume it rather quickly, within a couple of minutes tops. As soon as you finish drinking that caffeine, you then go right into taking a nap. So you finish your cup of coffee or tea or energy drink or whatever it is, and then immediately you find a quiet place, throw on your sleeping mask, and take a nap. Or at the very least, you spend 20 to 25 minutes relaxing with your eyes closed, undisturbed. After that time is up, what you'll find is when you wake up, you will not only experience the rejuvenating effects of taking a nap or taking a rest, but you also will experience that caffeine hit simultaneously. So the effects of the caffeine and the effects of the nap compound and stack up with each other to give you that optimal afternoon pick-me-up that you so desperately need. The idea here is based upon that most people experience the effects of caffeine 20 to 30 minutes after consuming it. And it is a little bit individualized. We all metabolize caffeine a little bit differently. For the majority of people, for myself, about 20 to 30 minutes. So it might sound a little counterintuitive that you drink coffee and then go to sleep, but understand that when you drink caffeine, the actual effect that it has on your brain for arousal and alertness takes a little bit of time. So let's set some ground rules here. There are a few rules for optimizing your naps in general. One of those being that naps should never be more than 30 minutes in duration. And that might sound crazy, 
because you might have taken a nap before that was an hour long and you wake up and you're like, I'm still not feeling refreshed. And I slept for a whole hour. The problem is with a long nap is that when you're asleep for more than 30 minutes, your body is more likely to dive into those deeper sleep stages like REM sleep and deep sleep. Going into those sleep stages isn't a bad thing in itself, but when your alarm goes off and it's time to wake up and you get disturbed in the middle of those deep stages, it's really hard to kind of snap out of them. So if you've ever woken up from a nap and feel groggy or sleepier than you did before, it's most likely because you were in a deeper sleep and your body's having trouble coming out of it. So the way to avoid that is to keep naps short. 20 to 25 minutes is my go-to to make sure that when I wake up, I feel energized and not craving more sleep. If you know me, you know I'm always on the run, up early and home late. So having a three-hour morning routine isn't really in the cards for me. What is in the cards is AG1. It's a fast way to get vitamins and minerals I need to perform. I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted a single solution that helps support my entire body by filling in nutrient gaps and simplifying my morning routine. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've always felt strong and energized and ready to attack the day. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's one scoop, mixed in water, once a day, and every day. I know that AG1 is giving my body high-quality nutrition. Every batch of AG1 goes through a rigorous testing process, so you know that it's safe. And AG1 ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrition density. AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. Here is your chance to start every day this season with a gift to yourself. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash provengrit. That's drinkag1.com slash provengrit. Check it out. The other problem you may face here is being able to fall asleep quickly. Some people take 20 to 25 minutes just to fall asleep at night, so that might not seem like long enough for you. But in my experience, I have found that even when I can't fully fall asleep, just simply laying and relaxing and being still after drinking the caffeine is enough to make me feel more energized when I then get up. So sometimes if I don't have a full 20 minutes to devote to taking a nap, I'll do a nappuccino style situation, but with a meditation. I'm not quite sure how we could make that a pun. Cappuccino and meditation. You guys can get back to me on that. But a similar idea where I will consume my caffeine, I will grab my meditation app and I'll do like a 10 to 15 minute meditation. The key thing here, the common denominator, is that whatever it is that you're doing after you consume the caffeine is a restful activity. It's kind of like when you are in the middle of class and it's an afternoon class and you've had class all morning and you notice that your computer battery is low. It's on 20% and you're like, shit, I have a whole day of classes and exams. I got to charge my laptop. You might not have time to charge it all the way up to 100%. 
but maybe you plug it in and get it up to like 40 or 50% so it can at least last the rest of the day and get done everything that you need to do. So nappuccinos aren't necessarily something that you want to be doing every day. You don't want to find yourself running on empty every single day. However, in those moments that you feel like that laptop that has 18% battery with an exam coming up, a nappuccino can be your go-to to give you enough of a recharge to be able to still be productive during your day. The other important aspect of timing your naps, and especially your nappuccinos, is making sure that they happen before 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. In general, you don't want to nap after 2 or 3 o'clock because the closer that you nap to bedtime, the harder it's going to be to fall asleep because you lose some of that sleep pressure. You also are at a greater risk of diving into those deep stages during your nap, which like we mentioned earlier, will make it harder to come out of the nap because you'll be feeling groggy. The other reason why you want them to be relatively early is because caffeine, although it acts on our brain pretty quickly, it hangs around in our brain for a long time. Some people take up to eight or nine hours to get rid of a single dose of caffeine in their body. So if you save your nappuccino until five o'clock at night and you try to go to bed at 10 p.m., there's a really good chance caffeine is still binded and will make it hard for you to fall asleep, which will make you feel tired the next morning. And then you need two nappuccinos and then it's a downward spiral. So take your naps and consume your caffeine before two or three o'clock in the afternoon to make sure that you still have sleep pressure and that caffeine is not going to be a barrier to getting good quality and quantity sleep. Now, my final tip as a seasoned nappuccino taker is to make sure that the caffeine that you're drinking is not too hot. When I first started trying this, I would make a cup of coffee and then immediately try to drink it fast. Actually, more often I drink tea when I take a nappuccino and I was like burning my mouth because I was trying to drink it so fast. So it might sound obvious, but if you're going to try this out, make your cup of coffee or cup of tea like 10 to 15 minutes ahead of time. So you give it a little bit of time to cool off, maybe throw an ice cube in it, and then you can drink it rather quickly so you can go ahead and take your nap. Although I'm a big fan of research, I must admit that my knowledge on nappuccinos are completely anecdotal. I do know that there's a lot of research on the impact of caffeine on productivity and performance, and especially on naps and their impact on productivity and performance. Both of them are great. So it only makes sense that combining them is going to be even better. At least that's what I'm hoping for here. So my goal of the week for you guys this week is to indulge in a nappuccino. Don't feel bad about working a nap into your schedule if it allows for it. If you have the opportunity to spend 20 to 30 minutes to recharge your battery and perform better later in your day, it's going to be a win not only for you, but for whoever is in your life. So go ahead and do it. If you find yourself reaching for that afternoon caffeine, try pairing it with a nap. If you find yourself craving naps, try pairing it with caffeine. See if you experience that same compound effect that I do. I understand that not everybody can take a nap in their bed in the middle of the day. However, 
Maybe you can find a quiet place at work or outside of your office to just sit and close your eyes. If you're a PT, I know you've got treatment tables that are empty at lunchtime. You might feel silly, but that might be a good place to rest. This is a great opportunity for some creativity. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you learned a thing or two about naps and caffeine and, of course, the nappuccino. So give it a try and let me know what you think. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at goalsetmindset underscore JB and let me know what you would like to hear more of. You can also subscribe to me on iTunes or Spotify to receive notifications when I post my episodes on Mindset Monday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll be back next week with another episode.